night train by Escher. I always preferred train travel over air travel. It's more relaxing and without all the added security layers that make air travel a burden. I was taking the train to a nearby city and opted for the overnight train. I always upgraded to business class and enjoyed the meals and free wine. I was already into my third glass of Syrah when we stopped at a small station to bring on more passengers. I was alone in the business car, as was often the case for red-eye runs. I was seated in a four-seat area, two seats faced forward and two faced aft. I had spread out across both seats on my side facing forward and had two empty seats across from me. I was browsing on my MacBook and not really paying attention when a young Asian lady plopped down into the seat across from me. She dropped a large bag on the seat beside her and got busy pulling out large books and a writing pad and didn't spare a glance at me. I found it odd she was choosing to sit with me when the rest of the car was empty, but it was assigned seating. I thought perhaps she would move once the train started moving. She hummed a little tune as she disposed of her gear. The train lurched and sped on toward our destination. I watched the young lady over my laptop. She was maybe twenty, one. She was slim and wore a simple summer dress covered in images of blossoms and wore flip-flops on her feet. Her dress only came down to mid-thigh. I was surprised by just how full her chest was. She had wonderfully large breasts, certainly a C-cup or larger. I was certain she wasn't wearing a bra. Her shoulders were bare, and I couldn't see any bra straps. She had lovely long legs, shaved and gleaming. Her face was perfection. She had full lips with a touch of gloss, wide, large eyes, with just a hint of the oriental look. I had no idea if she was Japanese, Chinese, or some other Asian country. She was a joy to look at. She reminded me of Knives Chow from the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. The World. My favorite movie. She opened a textbook and started reading and making notes on the scratch pad. I kept glancing at her and looking away when she looked up. Finally, our eyes met and her face lit up with a smile. She pulled her long black hair back over her right ear and held out her hand. I smiled back and leaned forward to take her hand. She gave a light shake. Hi, are you heading to the city? she asked. She had no accent, and her voice was low and melodic. Yes, I am, I replied. I had seen the cover of one of her books. It looked medical and bore the unmistakable image of a woman's reproductive system. I'm Peter. Are you in medical school? Yes, third year. I'm Sakura. Nice to meet you. Sakura, is that Japanese? She looked pleased. Yes, a very common name. It means cherry blossom. That matches your dress. She plucked at the hem of her dress on her lap. It lifted up enough that I could see between her legs. I was shocked and my eyes riveted to the area. I was certain, with the quick flash, that she wasn't wearing panties. I saw what I was sure was the lips of a pussy covered in dark pubic hairs. I forced my eyes back up to meet hers. Her cheeks looked a little red to me. I shook my head mentally. She probably thinks I'm a pervert now. I'm easily twice her age, and now I've been caught gawking at her. Um, 
What are you studying in medical school, general medicine, or a speciality? She blushed this time for sure. I could see her cheeks splash with a little red. I'm, ah, studying to be in re, a reproductive endocrinologist. My parents were, and so I'm following them. They have a practice in the town we just left. Sorry, reproductive endocrinologist. I'm not familiar with that. We specialize in helping people with reproductive issues, fertility preservation, infertility, and the like. Interesting. How are your studies going? Oh, good. Thanks. I'm coming back to the university after midterms. Right back at it. I spent a week with mom and dad. Great that you're not too far from home. No, only four hours. She waited while the train stopped blowing its horn for an intersection. So, Peter, what is it that you do? I'm a writer. Magazines, websites, a couple of novels. Her eyes lit up. Wow, what novels? I told her, and she pulled out her phone. She tapped away for a moment, and then I could see her scrolling her phone. After a bit, she looked up at me. Super wow. You're pretty well known. Sorry, but I haven't read these. No worries. She looked over at my laptop, open on my lap. Are you writing right now? I nodded. Yup. Working on my newest novel. That's why I'm heading to the city. I need to meet my editor and give her my latest chapters. Can I see? She asked, her face excited. Um, sure? She made a happy sound and then put her books aside and crossed over to the seat beside me. I moved my stuff to the floor. She sat down and then scooted over and hit the armrest between the seats. She frowned at it and lifted it up. She tucked her legs under her and moved to position herself right beside me, pressing her thigh against mine. I looked down and saw her dress had ridden up enough that it was only an inch or two from revealing something I probably shouldn't see. I was glad my MacBook was on my lap. I was starting to feel my cock harden in my shorts. To make matters worse, she leaned right over and placed her left hand on my right, should so she could see my screen better. What program is that? She pointed at the screen with her right hand. Scrivener, it's a great program designed for writers. Much better than Word or those other programs. Perfect for novels or even theses, it compiles to any format. I love it. She was reading what I had written on the screen, and I cursed myself. I was in the middle of a sex scene between my protagonist and the love interest. My protagonist was a woman, and she was seducing a detective to get information out of him. My scene had progressed to a rather explicit bit. I was describing how she had taken him in her mouth and was ravaging his cock. Oh my god, she said. You're writing that? Yes. Sorry you saw that. Let me show you something else. I moved my hand to the trackpad, but she grabbed my hand and stopped me. If that wasn't enough, she didn't let go of my hand, but she pulled it toward her and placed it on her thigh. My erection rose and my MacBook lifted slightly. Oh god, she'll see that, I thought. Who grabs a hand and does that? No, let me read it. You don't mind, do you? I could feel the heat of her thigh. It was firm and smooth. I resisted the urge to squeeze it and held my hand as still as I could. I looked at her eyes and they were darting back and forth, reading the screen. Scroll down, she said. She didn't let go of my right hand and I fumbled with my left to drag two fingers down the trackpad to scroll the text up. I stopped, 
on the revealed section. I could see her eyes still reading. The scene had progressed to the detective eating the girl out. It explained in graphic detail what he was doing. It included attention to my protagonist's asshole. I could feel heat rush to my face. I was dying of embarrassment. More, she said, after she had read the section. I scrolled down further. My protagonist was on top in a 69 position. She was doing things with her mouth in rather shocking detail. I groaned internally when I saw the bit about her playing with his asshole. Why am I such a dirty writer? I heard her mutter Jesus under her breath. I saw her free hand move to her thighs just below the hem of her dress. I don't think she knew she was doing it. Her fingers were placed high up on her thigh and I saw her squeeze it. I couldn't help but look at her breasts. The front of her dress was pleated across her chest and held up with elastic at the top. I was certain her nipples were pushing against the material. Oh my god, my writing is turning her on! I felt her hand over mine tighten a little. The bottom of the screen detailed what the detective was doing to the woman between her legs. He was driving her ass down hard on his mouth and he was sucking hard on her clit and fingering her asshole. More, she said again. There is no more, I said, annoyed I hadn't finished the scene. What, she said, and looked up at me. Her eyebrows were furrowed, and she looked annoyed. Why not? I haven't written it yet. She became aware of her close position next to me. She was leaning right against me and still had my hand pressed to her thigh. She let go and leaned back. I was glad she kept her thigh against mine. She pouted. Damn, that was pretty hot stuff. Do you always write scenes like that? No, actually. Well, yes. But my editor tears them apart. Removes the detail. Then why write it like that? I blushed. I need to write the scene fully. It's just how I write. I need to write everything. After the editor hacks it apart, the story flow remains more realistic. I shrugged. My editor asked me the same last year. What did she say? She wanted to know why I wrote the scenes out so graphically. She looked into my eyes. I could see her pupils were dilated, and her eyes were dilated, and her eyes were dark. She looked even more gorgeous. Did it turn her on? I laughed. It certainly did. My editor and I had been sleeping together for a couple of years now. Friends with benefits, she wasn't gorgeous by Hollywood standards. But she wasn't gorgeous by Hollywood standards. But she was cute and perky and amazing in bed. Being a writer had exposed me to the reality of publishing. These nerdy women in the industry were wild animals in the sack. That's a generalization, I chastised myself, but true enough. I blame imagination and creative thinking. Writers live in a world of words and the images we create. We can imagine all sorts of interesting things and sex is usually one of them. What we imagine we want to act out. And we do when given the chance. I was once at a writer's commune in New Zealand. Me and a female author I knew were chatting over lunch at an Adelaide vineyard we were staying at when I overheard the discussion at the table next to us. It was two women and two men. All writers. They were discussing the orgy they were going to have. They were completely open about it and didn't care who heard. They detailed everything they were going to do to each other like it was some research project. I had stopped talking to the female writer beside me. When she laughed, 
I had apologized. She told me not to bother. She found the conversation hot and wondered if perhaps I wanted to spend the evening with her, trying some of the things they were going to do. I paid the check immediately. It was a very memorable night. Artists are very passionate. Sakura was waiting for a reply, and I coughed. Sorry, memories. Um, yes, it did. Did you act on it? She asked. She looked a little breathless to me. I could see her nipples were indeed quite hard. Her hand on her thigh was just a little lower now. She had moved the hem of her dress a small amount lower. I don't kiss and tell, I replied with a grin. You did, didn't you? She smacked my shoulder, and my MacBook jostled and slid sideways off my erection. I caught it just in time, but was certain the bulge in my pants had been visible. I won't tell, I said, and saw her looking at my laptop, or maybe my groin. It was hard to tell. Damn, she said. I want to know. But okay. So... Are you going to finish the scene? I want to read how it ends. Well, I was cleaning up other stuff. No, she said loudly, and then covered her mouth with a hand. Oops, sorry. No, you have to finish it. I'm staying right here until you do. I could see her determination. I didn't think no would be an answer, so I nodded. Okay, I'll finish it. She squealed a little and jumped up and bent over to grab her books and scratch pad. This had the effect of pulling the back of her dress up higher. The car of the train had all the lights dimmed down so low it was hard to make out much, but I was certain I was looking at the bottom half of her ass, her thigh gap, and the hairs of her pussy. I soaked it all in. Her ass was gorgeous. It was round and smooth and perfectly round. It was her thigh gap that caught my breath. I have a thing for them. I love to look through it and see the lips of a pussy. I find it so very erotic. The thigh gap, I am certain, but probably wrong about, is evolution at its finest to allow a man's penis to allow a man's penis to penetrate a woman from behind with ease. To my mind, the thigh gap is pure sexuality. It represents penetration. I know... I'm a pig, but that's how my mind works. She grabbed her books and bounced back down in the seat next to me. I raised my eyebrows at her and she giggled. Giggled. Like a little schoolgirl, I had the sudden image of her dressed in a schoolgirl outfit exactly like Knives Shao. I'm staying here and watching you write. I want to see this, she seemed determined, but I was more than a little apprehensive. No one had ever watched me write before, and writing a sex scene with a gorgeous Asian woman, sitting next to me, was so far removed from normal. She saw me hesitate. My speciality is reproduction. Think of me as your medical expert. Go ahead. Write. I have studying to do. I won't be staring at you. I slowly nodded my head. Sakura made a show of opening her textbook and starting to read. She pulled her knees up and leaned them away from me. Her dress was no longer covering her ass. I could see her entire left cheek. I tore my eyes away and studied my screen. The scene was supposed to move to the protagonist, coming in the 69 position. She was supposed to squirt when she came. It was supposed to be mortifying to her. The detective calms her down and explains how erotic it is. This leads to fucking. Then more oral. Then anal. My hands shook. 
How could I write this with Sakura watching me? I was more than nervous, and my imagination shrank. After a moment staring at my screen, Sakura piped up. What's the matter? A little writer's block, really. That's a real thing? Hmm? Yes, of course. Can I help? I stared at her for a moment, but she looked sincere, I guess. What's supposed to happen now? She? Ah, the protagonist. What's her name? She interrupted. Alice. Okay, go on. Alice is supposed to come right here, and... Well, she squirts, and then freaks out by it. She is embarrassed by it. The detective talks her past it, calms her down. Yeah, it can be embarrassing. I digested that for a moment. You squirt, she laughed. Oh, yes. So it's a real thing, she gave me a look of displeasure. Yeah, of course it is. Why, you think it's made up? Honestly, I wasn't sure. They say it's just pee. Write the internet. So you have a medical specialist sitting next to you and you don't believe me. It's real. Not many women do it. It takes a certain trust and the woman needs to be really turned on. With the right partner, some women squirt all the time. And you do. Oh yes, a lot. Too much, probably. I used to be really embarrassed about it. Now I warn my partners. Most guys love it. I love it when they love it. But truthfully, some women do pee. They lose control of their bladder and piss themselves. How do you tell the difference? She gave me another one of her looks. I turned back to the scene and started typing. You should mention her asshole tightening up hard, she said after I finished the squirting scene. I looked over and saw her head close to my shoulder reading the scene. Pardon, when she comes. A really powerful orgasm will have her clenching everything down there. Really hard. It's what causes the squirt to squirt to squirt, like squeezing a bottle of ketchup. Ketchup, that sounds disturbing. She smacked me again. I was starting to like her hitting me. No, idiot. Trust me, the doctor. Remember, you're still studying. Not a doctor yet. Ass. Well, how about as a woman, then? Okay, I can believe that. Everything clenches. Yeah. His tongue would be squished in her ass, like you have it written. You really are dirty, you know that. But it's really fucking hot. It is. Oh yeah, I love it. So you had this done to you. She squawked a bit. Hmm, maybe. Yes or no. Yes or no. Yes. You like it. She looked a little like a deer in the headlights. Yes. So this is accurate. She leaned over, moving her knees close to me. Her hand went back to my shoulder and her hair cascaded down my front. She pulled it back behind her ear. I noticed her ears weren't pierced. I noticed her pulse in her throat. I noticed her cleavage and the soft tops of her breasts. I noticed her dress hem was right up to her stomach. If she just parted her knees a little, I would see heaven. She read the scene. You write here that she focuses on the part of the penis just below the head. The head is the glands. Below that is the frenulum. Women also have a frenulum, the clitoris hood. Writers don't write like textbooks. I know that. Let me finish. You write that the dude really likes it when she focuses on that part. The frenulum. I do. Is it true? What that it's a great spot? Yeah, it's true. You like that. I swallowed. Ah, yup. And this part. She strokes the taint. It's actually called the perineum by the way. And she licks the scrotum with just the hardened tip of her tongue. 
that's good too. Fuck, yeah, I responded, with more enthusiasm than I meant to. I was warming up to what we were doing. Why are you asking? Learning new things is all. Keep going. She went back to her textbook, but stayed leaning up against me. She knocked her knees together a little. I watched, but it was never far enough apart to see down to her groin. My heart, on was started to hurt. I really wanted to adjust myself, pull it up under the waistband of my underwear. Right now, it was bent over and pushing up against the bottom of my laptop. I saw the business car attendant emerge and stroll toward us. I thought Sakura would move, but she stayed up against me, reading her textbook. The attendant, a portly woman, smiled down at us. Aren't you too comfortable? She said. Sakura looked up at her and smiled. Yup. Great. What can I get you two to drink? She asked. Nothing for me, thanks, I replied. Sakura looked at me and then smiled up at the woman. Scotch. Neat, please. Double. I blinked and looked at Sakura. She gave me a full smile. I looked up at the attendant. I changed my mind. Same for me, please. The attendant nodded and moved back forward and disappeared. I looked at Sakura. She leaned her face in close to mine and whispered. I love Scotch. I felt the sudden need to kiss her. Her face was inches from mine. She was pressed up close to me. I could smell her breath and even the cherry lip gloss on her lips. She was looking at me, waiting. I was confused, so very confused. I knew I wasn't getting mixed signals. Sakura had been hitting on me for an hour now. But I was too scared to do anything. It's just the way I am. I held her gaze and tried to will my body to make the move. I could see her eyes searching mine. A noise from the aisle turned my head. I heard a soft, exasperated sound from Sakura and cursed myself. The attendant emerged and came down the aisle with the drinks. She handed them to us, and we thanked her. The train won't stop until the city. If you need anything else, tell me now, please. I normally doze off for the next three hours. I'll serve breakfast an hour before we arrive. Is that okay? Yes, replied Sakura right away. We don't need anything else. The attendant smiled and looked at Sakura for a long moment. I looked at Sakura, but she was suddenly sipping her scotch. The attendant smiled at me and walked away and disappeared back into her area up front. I sipped my scotch and enjoyed the gentle rocking of the car on the tracks. The soft clack of the train across the gaps was soothing to me. Sakura didn't move from beside me. I was in heaven and feeling good. I wondered what would happen next and sensed the promise of much more. Finish it, she said. I broke out of my reverie and glanced at my screen. No, finish your scotch, she said. I looked at her glass. It was empty. I stared at my own and saw I had barely touched it. Bottoms up, she laughed. I shot the scotch and swallowed. It caught the back of my throat, and I choked a little. Sakura grabbed the glass out of my hand. I leaned forward, and she rubbed my back. I coughed and laughed at the same time. I looked to my right and saw that Sakura had opened her legs to reach my back. Her right knee was drawn up, but her left knee was over on top of my thigh. I could see her pussy exposed and beautiful. She had small lips and trimmed black pubic hairs. I couldn't take my eyes away and stared. 
I noticed she had stopped rubbing my back. I lifted my head and saw her staring at me with an odd expression on her face. She didn't move her knees. I glanced at her pussy again. She was exposing herself to me and didn't seem to mind. I looked at her and she darted in and kissed me. I froze, but she kept kissing me, pressing her lips against mine. My lips parted and her tongue danced over my lips and teeth. I parted my mouth and her tongue was in my mouth. I tasted scotch and cherry lip gloss. We kissed for a few minutes. I was afraid to touch her. She stroked my back and made a small noise. She scrambled for my left hand, found it and pulled it between her legs. Touch me, she murmured. I turned my palm toward her and felt the soft hair on her mound. I reached lower and felt her pussy, soft, wet and warm. I slipped my middle finger into her slit and felt her juices soak my finger. I pulled my finger up, separating her folds and found the hard nub of her clitoris. She groaned into my mouth, kissing me with a rise in hunger and intensity. She pulled my finger from her pussy, broke the kiss and popped my finger into her mouth. She gazed into my eyes and sucked my finger. She drew it in and out and swirled her tongue around it. My cock lurched hard in my pants as I gazed into her eyes. She popped it free and pushed my hand back between her legs, and then clamped her mouth back on mine. I could taste her pussy, and probed deep with my tongue. I slid a finger inside her and drove it gently in and out. I curled my finger and reached up under her mound and found the right spot. I gently stroked it and the heel of my palm pressed hard against her clit. Her kissing became frantic, and she started making louder and louder noises in her throat. Her hips were thrusting against my hand. I kept the pressure and gently rubbed her spot inside her pussy. I added my forefinger, and she moaned louder. She clung to me, her left hand digging into my neck, pulling my mouth tighter against her lips. It became frenzied. She moaned and thrust against my hand. I pressed my hand against her clit and pressed hard. My fingers danced so very gently against her spot. I couldn't believe this was happening. I realized she had moved my MacBook, or it had fallen to the floor. I didn't care. All that mattered was her. She reached out and grabbed the hardness of my cock. Her breathing went sporadic, and she broke the kiss, unable to concentrate. She kept staring into my eyes and I couldn't look away. She was in the zone, lost to pleasure, and it was me she wanted to pleasure her. She moved her hand from my cock to my back and pulled me toward her. Her hands on my neck and back were claiming me, drawing me into her. Her hip thrusting grew frantic and her eyes rolled back a little in her head. She was close. I slipped my pinky down and brushed her rosebud. I felt hot, liquid, jet out of her pussy into my palm and she shrieked. I continued rubbing her spot, and another rush of liquid hit my hand. It felt wonderful to me. Her eyes were rolled completely back, and her pussy spasmed hard. She slammed her thighs against my hand, locking it in place. I felt a smaller rush of liquid, and her pussy clenched hard on my fingers. I couldn't move them. She shuddered and then whimpered. Her body jerked and she came again. I had never seen a woman so responsive, so able to come with such abandon, and so powerfully, 
I was in awe and envious. Women have the best orgasms. She shuddered one last time, and then collapsed forward onto me, clinging to me tightly. We stayed that way for a long time. Now and then a shudder would go through her, and her pussy would clench on my fingers. Her smell filled the air. The beautiful musky and pleasant smell of a woman's sex. I adored it. I tried to remove my head, but she shook her head, and so I left it there. I could feel little twitches, little aftershocks. We stayed that way for at least five minutes. Whatever was going in, she was spent. Finally, she peeled herself off of me and flopped back into the corner of her seat. I looked down and saw that her seat cushion was soaked. Water or something dripped from her pussy. I slipped my hand free and a small gush of water poured free and ran down the cheeks of her ass. She lay back and stared at me with her eyes half closed. Her legs were spread wide and I truly saw her pussy for the first time. The skin of her outer labia was dark and inside she was beautifully pink. Her clit stood out, the hood retracted and I licked my lips. Her pussy was swollen with lust. It was the most beautiful pussy I had ever seen. It was a work of art. Your pussy is beautiful, I whispered. She mouthed thank you and just stared at me with her eyes still half closed. I reached out and touched her clit and she shook her head too soon, too sensitive. Don't, was all she said. I adjusted my position on my seat. My cock was hurting. Take it out. Let me see it, she whispered. I didn't hesitate other than look toward where the attendant was first. Seeing the aisle empty, I unzipped my pants and pulled out my cock and held it. I was so hard, the head of my cock oozed pre-cum. Take your hand away, she ordered, and I did. I sat there with my cock standing proudly on display. She was laying fully back in her seat with her legs spread. It's beautiful, let me look at it. And she stared at it for a long time. I found it incredibly exciting. For the first time, I felt proud of my cock. She was staring at it with lust in her eyes. She wanted this cock, and I was happy to give it to her. She was still wearing her dress. So I reached out and pulled the top free of her breasts. She didn't move to stop me. She just smiled at me as I did it. Her breasts popped free and stood against her chest in proud glory. They were large but so firm, they rose up off her chest, supporting themselves. Her areolas were dark like her labia. Her nipples stood out a quarter of an inch and thick. I leaned forward. I had to have them in my mouth. I lapped at her left nipple and she moaned. That's nice. Keep doing that. I took each breast and mouthed them. I sucked her nipples into my mouth and teased them with my teeth. Her gasps and moans grew deeper. She lay still, her arms at her sides and just enjoyed the attention. Her nipples were already hard and I kept them that way. Satisfied, I stood back up with my cock standing straight out. I had my fill of her breasts. I felt satiated, but wanted more. That was nice. Thank you, she murmured, then she winced. Gah, my seat is soaked and getting cold. I looked around the car and had an idea. I pulled up my shorts and put my cock away. She frowned at me, but I ignored her. I went to the seats behind ours and managed to pull the cushion off. When I came back and held it up, she smiled and nodded. I helped her to her feet 
and she wobbled a bit. I sat her down and then replaced her cushion. I picked her up and laid her back down in the position she was in before, and then put the soaked cushion in the other place. I felt a little guilty, but not too much. I came back to our area, and she pointed at my groin. Take it back out. I dropped my shorts and underwear, and stood with my cock pointing at her. She pointed up at her mouth. Stick it here now. I hesitated, and then carefully crawled up onto her seat, pointing my cock at her mouth. She opened it wide, and I slipped the head past her lips. She wrapped her lips around my head and swirled her tongue. I grunted and almost pulled out with the intensity of the pleasure. Slowly, I began pumping my cock into her mouth, placing my hands on the seat back for leverage. She lay there and just took it. I had never done anything like this. Something about her lying so passively and letting me fuck her face turned me on immensely. I wasn't going to last long. I'm gonna come, I groaned and tried to pull out. Her hand shot up and grabbed the base of my cock. She held me in her mouth and wouldn't let me go. I felt my cum rise up within me and pulse along the length of my cock. I came into her mouth and listened to her make happy noises and watched as she swallowed everything I gave her. My orgasm was intense, my balls were pressed hard against me, and my world reduced to feeling my cum shoot with such pleasure into this willing and hungry mouth. My knees felt weak, and I fell back into my seat. We sat there staring at each other. She was a marvel, she was exotic, and exciting, beautiful, and enticing. I wanted more of her. The look in her eyes was the one all men dream of, knowing you are the object of her desires. I felt my heart lurch. This was a woman I could fall in love with if given the chance. A part of my brain that still functioned knew that it was my lust calling the shots, but I didn't care at the moment. She lay back, her breasts rising proud off her chest, so firm they reflected the light with their vitality. Her pussy was open and exposed in a way that I knew it was for me alone. She was giving it to me, and I wanted it so bad. I really want to fuck you, I whispered, watching her smile grow on her face. I know, I want you to, and we will, but right now I just want to lie here and look at you. Hum, me too, you are a work of art, Sakura. She made a pleasant noise and closed her eyes. I'm so tired, you wore me out. That was intense, you hit my G-spot perfectly. I just want to sleep. What time is it? I looked at my watch. It was three in the morning. I told her the time, and she groaned. Can we get dressed and sleep? I would like to sleep in your arms, if that's okay. I would like that, too. I was lying. I really wanted to ram my cock into her exposed pussy. I was still hard and eager. Liar, she whispered and chuckled. But I can't. I need to sleep. That's okay, I said, and put my underwear and shorts back on. Sakura stirred and sorted her dress. I was sorry to see her pussy and tits disappear back in her dress. I missed them already. I put my MacBook away and settled in my seat. Sakura snuggled in tight against me and put her head on my chest. I wrapped an arm around her and held her. In moments, the rocking of the train lulled her to sleep. She snored ever so gently, and I listened to her for a little while before sleep took me too. The car attendant woke us a few hours later. 
She shook me gently, and I woke startled, not sure where I was. I looked around and spied Sakura still asleep and clinging to me. She was still snoring gently, and it was cute. I looked up at the attendant. She smiled at the two of us. Have fun, she asked. Pardon, I asked. Could she know what we did? She smiled wider. Your friend is very vocal. I'm surprised the next car up didn't hear her. My face turned red. Oh my god, I thought. Don't worry, I won't tell. Sounds like you had a great night. These train rides can get boring sometimes. You gave me a little excitement, but enough of that. Breakfast. Oom, yes, please. Coffee for sure. And your girlfriend. What will she have? I looked down at her. She wasn't my girlfriend, and I had no idea what she liked. I decided to go out on a limb and order what I thought an Asian-Japanese heritage woman would want. Um, green tea, with honey. Of course. And to eat. We have a sausage and egg omelette, or a fresh fruit, with yogurt and granola choice. Omelette for me, and the fruit for my, ah, girlfriend, please. Right away, sir. She walked away back to the front. She looked back at me and winked, and I smiled back. I felt Sakura stir. Morning sleepy head. Do you just call me your girlfriend? So she wasn't completely asleep. Yeah, thought it easier that way. Sorry, don't say you're sorry. I like the sound of it. Really? She snuggled closer. Really? Want to be my boyfriend? I gawked. I'm twice your age. So my dad is nine years older than my mom. It's not a big deal. That sounded like a Knives Chow quote. How would that work? You come to the city all the time, right? Yes, every second week for a week. I have a small condo by the river. There you go. Perfect. I'm not done with you yet, you know. I squeezed her shoulder. Good, because I'm not done with you. We still need to finish that scene. What happens next? She asked. She lifted her head and looked up at me. I kissed her. Her tongue danced out to meet mine, and for a time we just kissed. Her lips were so soft, her mouth so warm and inviting, and her tongue a wonder in my mouth. She kissed aggressively, forcing her tongue in my mouth. It was exciting. I could feel her hunger. I broke our kiss, and she pouted. What happens next? She asked again. She lowered her head back to my chest. Lots of interesting things. Tell me, I want to know. Let's see. They fuck, of course. Does he come inside her? No, on her ass. Change it. Make him come inside her. It's better that way. Um, okay. And then what happens? They pleasure each other again with their mouths. And then I hesitated. The next part was part of the darker side of my lust. I had only had anal sex with one woman before, and she hadn't liked it. She broke up with me shortly afterward. Tell me, she insisted. Anal sex. He fucks her in the ass. Sakura was quiet, and I worried I had offended her. Is that what you want to do with me? Fuck my ass. I did, but was afraid to say so. You do, don't you? Tell me. Say the words. I do. I want to fuck you in the ass. Sakura lifted her face to look at me. Good. I'm all yours, Peter. I don't know why I feel like I do, but I feel so safe with you. I've only tried it once. I didn't like it, to be honest with you. But it was because I didn't trust the guy I was with. I trust you, Peter. We'll make it work. I want to for you. She kissed me again and put her head back on my chest. Wake me when the food gets here. 
Good job ordering the green tea with honey and the fruit choice. It's like you know me already. I looked out the window at the rising sun. It looked like it was going to be a beautiful day.